Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies, like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This is The Handle with Matt Brown and Mike Summage on VSIN, the sports betting network. Saturday edition of The Handle here on DraftKings Network and VSIN. Matt Brown, Mike Summage coming to you. We're proudly brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. The skies have cleared, no more <laughs> rain. The sun was out today, a little windy, but boy, it is. Getting about that time, I saw many more people out walking around today. It is uh, we're, we're we're looking more Super Bowlish here in Las Vegas. It's feeling like we're ready yeah. for a party here. Flew in this morning, got to the airport, sea of red, one side or the yes, other, just a of sea other. of red out yes. there in the airport. Uh, I talked to the cabbie on the way over here. Apparently, it has been wildly busy the entire last two three days. So a lot of people in town here for the Super Bowl. I think a lot of people just came to Las Vegas for the Super Bowl, even though they're not going yeah. to the Super Bowl because the ticket price is still out of this world yeah it's going to be crazy if you guys are we're worried about it and we know you were don't worry we get four minutes ago taylor swift's on the ground <laughs> good to go she's going to be here going to be at the game how, how is this even a thing yeah, I know. I, I, yeah we're 24 hours before the game and she's already back in the states here we are good to go with all of that now we are here with you tonight we'll be back with you tomorrow after the game so we will do the post game show here on the network but tomorrow Lineup looking very, very strong. We have the sweat from 8 to 10 Eastern. Then we got the Lombardi line, 10 to noon Eastern, noon to 1. Countdown to kickoff with the legend himself, Brent Musburger. Then we get a, follow, a special edition of Follow the Money and a Numbers Game. Back-to-back leading you right up into kickoff. We'll do some... Uh, We'll do some canned programming while the game's going on. You're not listening to us. You're not watching us anyway. And then come on back whenever the game is over. Me and Mike will be here giving you kind of our instant reactions here, grading all of those props, seeing what won, what lost, and if it was a profitable endeavor for us somewhere along the way. Of all the shows that we've done, that is, that's the one that's going to either be really happy or really sad. Right? <laughs> right. Like You're going to have some instant reaction from two people who are betting a decent amount on the Super Bowl. It's, that's going to be an interesting show just to see where the dynamic is. It's going to be uh, it's going to be fun, man. I, I'm I, the closest thing gets, and you start hearing the varying opinions and why somebody's favoring one team over another, and all that. And why, by the way, we're sitting at two still at DraftKings, though. 
one one and a halfs are showing up yes. out there yes, in the are. market. It seems as if, and we kind of guessed this, that there would be some support for the Chiefs from the public out there, and that seems to be the case. But it is two at DraftKings. 47 and a half, though, is still just stuck here. You said every now and then you see it tick, but it just goes instantly right back down to 47 and a half. We were wondering if we were going to get kind of the one-way traffic when it came to the line and all of that. And, you know, from a props perspective, we've seen some of the stuff tick up, but certainly not at the rate that I would have thought as we're sitting here, again, 7 o'clock Eastern time on Saturday before the Super Bowl. I thought the super popular dudes, that these numbers were going to get incredibly, incredibly bloated. And this kind of goes to the credit to you guys out there that you're not just blindly betting these, these numbers just because you – you like Travis Kelsey or you think Patrick Mahomes is cool in the in the State Farm commercials or whatever it is, you know, like you, you, you're you making the right decision by not just blindly betting all this stuff. Now, will we tick up a tad? Maybe. Maybe. But it doesn't look like we're going to get anywhere close to what I thought. I mean, look, the, the ones that are surprised to me, Mahomes still sitting at 261 and a half. I thought that would be somewhere in that 267 range by now. McCaffrey still sitting at 89 and a half. Has not moved since we talked about this last Sunday. I was expecting that in the low to mid 90s. Me too. Pacheco at 67 and a half. The world is on Pacheco <laughs> over. I know you're on. We had five yeah. guests last week. All of them like the Pacheco over. Everywhere you go, it's Pacheco over. Pacheco over. Hasn't budged. Yeah. Minus 130 now. Yeah. It was minus 120 a week ago, yet everybody loves that one. I, I'm not shocked we've seen some movement to Kansas City here. We do have one and a half flashing around town right now. And it's interesting because we've seen the movement to the one and a half, but the money line actually gone up a little bit on the San Francisco side. Some shops dealing minus 125 here. That was sitting at minus 120 when we were talking last week. So we're seeing a lot of big bets on the 49ers money line, but a lot of people taking the points with the Chiefs. George Kittle was listed with a toe, completely removed from the injury report. He's going to be perfectly good to go. The big news here really was, was Joe Tooney going to be able to go or not? The answer is not. So he is not going to be out there for the Chiefs. We talked about this injury whenever we were leading into the last playoff game. We talked about Allegretti, and it, it, listen, he's fine. He's not as good as Tooney yeah. is, but he's fine. And so it is, it is definitely a downgrade. You never want to lose when you're starting offensive linemen, but as far as backups coming in and backups with experience and backups that have played in meaningful games. Obviously last two weeks ago was pretty meaningful. <laughs> um, you know, it's not like worst case scenario here for the chiefs. No, it's not. And you were able to get a game without him in there. So you're able to have that offensive line, get some continuity going from that Ravens game into the super bowl. And while Tooney was just announced out, it's one of those situations where I have a feeling the chiefs kind of knew about a week ago that this was what we were going to see. And so they've been preparing for Tooney not to play, even though we just got the public announcement today. Obviously a loss for the Chiefs. Fortunately, they do have a pretty good backup there. And look, let's be honest, this San Francisco 49ers defensive line, they haven't been stellar this playoffs. I mean, this, this is a unit that has not created the pressure living up to the names that we see on that front four. We sit here um, with no injury designation for Rasheed Rice, none for Isaiah Pacheco, so you don't have to worry about all that. Jarek McKinnon is... I don't think he's going to play, but that's just that's just me. But he he could play. They could, in fact, make him active. It just seems like again, it didn't. I don't know if it really even matters, right? I mean, we're sitting here talking about Pacheco and how he has been just a pretty much a bell cow for this team the vast majority of the season. Maybe McKinnon, if he was active, would be the guy that would come in if they were trailing big time and just needed someone on third down or needed someone just running basically uh, routes out of the backfield every single time. But I, I just you know, for me, I'm. But it would surprise me if he goes. I would expect him to be active. Yeah. 
that doesn't mean he's going to see a snap. Yeah, it doesn't mean he's going to play. Right? I mean, they have the roster spot. That's one of the main reasons that they activated him is they moved Tooney over to the IR. So you got that spot sitting there for uh, McKinnon. So I, I don't think this is really news. I, yeah. We'll find out before the game if he's officially active or inactive. I will believe it when I actually see him take a snap. And if I do see him take a snap and books offer in-game unders on him, I may be going toward those in-game unders because I don't think you're going to see the normal snap count that we see from McKinnon when he is 100% healthy. So if they, you do get that opportunity in-game, I, I wouldn't mind taking a shot against it. The problem with playing unders on McKinnon is if he doesn't take a snap, it's just a push. Yeah, It's a refund because he doesn't play the game. Of course, DraftKings Network and Beeson live over at Radio Row all week long. Made it over there yesterday. Did a numbers game in the morning and was able to get a an interview with Marshall Falk, which we will play for you guys a little bit later in the show as well. Get his thoughts on the game. Both obviously tons of attention being paid to the running backs and the running game in the Super Bowl. Asked him about that and then also got his thoughts on just the two guys individually as the uh, as they kind of go in right here. So really good stuff. Again, stick around for Marshall Falk's thoughts on that as well so let's let's look at this in sitting point and a half right now we we kind of guessed we said where do we think this king's going to kick off we said we said a point and a half i did say 48 and a half on the total because i thought we would finally <laughs> get that you know over surge here so now we are less than you know about 24 hours away from from kickoff here what do you feel is going to be the number that we are going to kick off at tomorrow I think we're going to, I think it's, I think one and a half is going to be the number. Okay. I, we, we've seen this too juiced a lot. We've started to see one and a half show up here in Vegas and, and the one and a half showed up right when all the big betters started to fly into town, not sharp money, just mm. big money. And you don't move the line off those bets, but if you get enough of them, you're kind of forced to try and even it out in some way, shape or form. I know uh, Jeffrey Benson, who we've had on the program quite a bit, said they were begging for a Niners ticket uh, earlier today. So they've been getting a lot of Chiefs action here. I would think we're going to end up at one and a half here. I don't think we're going to get all the way down to one. I think we're going to see 48 and then it's going to close at 47 and a half. If we saw 48 tick up for literally a minute yesterday at a couple places and then immediately got bought down to 47 and a half, I think we're going to see 48 again as tomorrow, probably mid morning to late morning. And then you're going to see some of that under money on that 48 come in and we kick off minus one and a half, 47 and a half for the game. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to play point and a half, and I think that I think that we will see, like we did a couple of different times. We did we were here for a lot of the island games, and we were we would see the battle, yeah. you know. On the I kind of feel like that's how the total is going to go. I think we get to one and a half, and it basically just kind of stays there. But I, I think we might see kind of the forty-eight back down to forty-seven, forty-eight for, back down to forty-seven and a half. It's funny. I'm shocked we're not at forty-eight already. Yeah. Because first off, it's an island game. Everyone wants to bet the over in the Super Bowl. They don't want to bet the under. So a lot of people coming here who don't bet sports regularly are going to play the over. I mean, I've heard one group that likes the over. I've heard professionals that like the over. And for some reason, we just can't get past that 47 and a half number. It makes you wonder if there's someone out there who just loves 47 and a half that is very respected in the market and keeps coming in at minus 105, minus 108, right? And not allowing it to get up to 48. Yeah, it is wild. We were looking at Media Row whenever we were down there and you you get the, you know, you get DraftKings at a huge booth down there and then you're, you're going around and then you look over and, the booth that strikes you, like, like bounty paper towels. Like hey. you're sitting there and you're just kind of like, man, all these are great. And then you get over there and there's just like two story booth and it's just like, like you're like, what is going on over there? Bounty paper towels. The quicker picker up. Yeah, man. I mean, it was like, it what was more just could you want? Media entity, media entity, media entity, media, bounty paper towels. And then they were the ones who had, they were just slinging guys like Gronk and Edelman and what like, Aaron Jones. Like all, they're, they were just slinging guys all over the place to go and pimp bounty. Did they have a paper towel cannon? They, they didn't, but you know what they did do? They were like sending them to 
do interviews with wings. So the oh, the campaign, nice. The campaign like is it. that napkins aren't good enough for wings. Right. Like you're you're yeah. you're getting too nasty, so you need bounty. Yeah. And then that's what was going on with all that. And so that, they were kind of like sending them over there with the wings, and it's like, okay, you need bounty. To, to clean yourself up. They should have done like a joint booth with like Buffalo Wild Wings, this, right? Because then you could get all the Buffalo Wild Wings you want. The company some... probably owns Buffalo, too. It's yeah, like it's they, Procter and Gamble. Like yeah, that three owns people own everything exactly. at this point. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, they probably own one of those companies as it is anyway. But it was it was uh, super interesting to be over there and, and, you know, always fun to catch up with some people that you haven't seen in a long time. But the city in general is buzzing, as you mentioned. Tons of t- red all over the place. I've been around town all week and you start to see these people are really getting excited about it being here in Vegas. We hear the rumors now already that some executives are saying kind of off the record that this is already going to be one of the regular rotation cities. Uh, this city is built to host yeah. the Super Bowl. I, like when you think about the, the Super Bowl in New York, you think about the Super Bowl in Jacksonville. Not only do you have struggles like in Jacksonville, specifically with hotel rooms and how close you could be and in New York with transportation and going out of the train. Vegas is already built for all this. There's enough hotel rooms for everybody. Come have fun. You could still get a hotel room. It got a little expensive, but you could still get a hotel room here. <laughs> yes. And from a transportation perspective, I got buddies staying in the wind. They're taking a tram to one end of the strip, walking across the street, a tram to Mandalay Bay, walk right there. You're good to go. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And we will be in here. We're going to have to watch yeah. you. We're, we're going to watch you because we're going to be right on. We're, we're going to be there right we're after. We're going to have a good time. We'll, we'll have a good time regardless, even without the adult <laughs> beverages. But let's get into the breakdown Wait. of this game as we get going. Come on back. It's a handle here on a Saturday. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at Play play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is The Handle with Matt Brown and Mike Summage on VSIN, the sports betting network. Our Super Bowl betting guide is out now to help you bet on the big game. Head on over to vsin.com. You can take a look at this thing. We got in-depth team breakdowns, Steve Mackinan Super Bowl simulation, player projections. We got the favorite prop bets and picks and best from all of the hosts and guests that have been on the network. Brent Musburger gives you his thoughts on the game as well. 
you got to be a VEASAN Pro subscriber, however, if you want to get a hold of that Super Bowl betting guide. There's still plenty of time to get it, thumb through it. I guess it's, it's not physical, so scroll yeah. through it. You can print it out. And put some of those bets into your account, VEASAN.com slash pro. Graphic says you can subscribe for as low as $9.99. That is a deal. $9.99 American. You don't, you don't even need to use pro, promo code handle. You don't have to H-A-N-D-L-E. do that, but if you want to, if you want to go right ahead. <laughs> yeah, man, that, for the full year, you can save if some bucks. If you want to, go right ahead. Yeah. This is the handle, in fact, here on a Saturday. We are day in advance of the Super Bowl. Matt Brown, Mike Samich, cannot wait to see how this all goes down. And listen, we're, we're going to break down every single angle of this game over the next three hours, so stick around. If we're not talking about the exact topic you want we will hit it i promise you like we will get get there we we will get to it (laughs) we got three hours to break this puppy down of of the show but kicking things off here just the quarterbacks in general brock purdy patrick mahomes and you go in the narrative that we've heard all week long i think it's a a little lazy but i you know it's (laughs) it is you know it's the i really like the 49ers but i can't bet against patrick mahomes you know like i can't do it i'm not gonna do it again and then you get the Brock Purdy stuff, and the analytics community obviously really likes Brock Purdy. You go in, you look at his advanced statistics, and you see a guy that had a really good season by pretty much every metric out there, right? Then you get the people that are just the Brock Purdy haters, and there's, I think that that gets overblown a little bit. I don't know about you. like I think it gets overblown a little bit. Yeah, there are some people that think that he's terrible and all that, but I don't think that's really kind of the prevailing thought of who Brock Purdy is. No, I don't think it's a prevailing thought. I, I, I think there is a lot of distrust with Brock Purdy just because he was Mr. Irrelevant. And, and we've only got one other example of someone who has become a, you know, Super Bowl winning, like mm-hmm. multiple Super Bowl winning quarterback who's been drafted that late in the draft. And Tom Brady's the name that jumps to you. And Tom Brady was such a special player that rarely are you going to compare someone like Brock Purdy who was Mr. Irrelevant to Tom Brady, especially in year two, especially when he's got all these weapons around him. So people are, are very quick to discredit what he was able to do because of who his head coach is, who his play caller is, and, and who what the weapons that you have for him. This is going to be a really big spot for Brock Purdy. And we've talked about it consistently on this show he struggles with turnover worthy plays and we saw him get away with a couple of those during the playoffs so far in the nfc side he can't turn the football over in this game if he ends up throwing two interceptions the 49ers are toast if he throws one they're in trouble and so the big thing is can he control can he can he keep control of the football make sure he doesn't throw any of those turnover worthy plays or or i guess hope the chiefs don't catch them like we saw the packers drop them uh but I don't think they're going to lean on Brock Purdy. I think that's going to be a key here. We saw the Baltimore game where Baltimore really l- relied on Lamar Jackson. I don't think Kyle Shanahan's going to make the same mistake here. He is going to run McCaffrey consistently in this game. I think Brock Purdy kind of becomes a, not a bystander, but it, I don't want to say game manager because it seems like yeah. there's such a terrible moniker around yes. game manager, even though you can win a Super Bowl mm-hmm. doing that. Yeah. Uh, he is just going to need to make plays when it's put on him in certain spots. So when you're seeing this 247 and a half number, I, to me, I'll take the under, especially against the Chiefs secondary that's very good. Yeah, you take a look at Purdy over the course of the season, and if there was any if there was any knock on him, and this was a guy that was the front runner for the MVP for a vast majority of the second half of the season, yep. you know, is the fact that he does tend to put the ball in danger. And I think some of that comes with the territory of having the playmakers that he has because you are throwing the ball down the field a little bit more. You're probably trying to fit it into tighter windows because you're trying to take advantage of these guys that you've got. I played the over half an interception on Purdy. And 
the handicap behind this is not only the turnover-worthy plays. It's not only the fact that Brock Purdy puts the ball into danger, but also comes into the fact that you do have the number one pressure rate team in the NFL from a defensive line perspective in the Chiefs. They are going to blitz at the seventh highest rate in the league as well, which means you're probably going to continue to get the exact same type of defense here from Spags going up against Brock Purdy. Now, Brock Purdy was very good against the blitz from a completion percentage perspective and all of that, but that was also when some of these turnover-worthy plays were happening. And I can't make I, I can't predict if the Chiefs are going to catch them or not. We saw the Packers not catch them. We saw the Lions not get a hold of one as well that maybe could have changed the course of those games whenever it was all said and done. I don't know if the Chiefs will catch them. I am, though, confident in the fact that we will at least get a couple of opportunities for those plays to be made, and that's where the handicap really in the genesis of the bet comes from. Well, excellent point on the on the Chiefs' pressure rate as well. One of the best pressure teams in the NFL. This is not a wonderful offensive line. You have an absolute superstar in Trent Williams. Outside of that, the other four linemen, not great here, and you've got a Kansas City team that's able to bring pressure from multiple levels. I, I loved the blitz package that we saw from Kansas City against Baltimore, bringing safeties, bringing quarterbacks, bringing bringing pressure from different angles. Karloftis has been phenomenal for them. We all know about Chris Jones. I think Purdy's going to be under a ton of pressure when he does drop back. To me, it's even more of a reason why San Francisco really needs to lead with the run here and stay out of those third and sixes, third and sevens. A big part of this game, too, is going to be can Kansas City create the pressure with just the front four? You're right. Kansas City has a high blitz rate, but if they don't have to, do we think they're going to bring the heat consistently? I don't. I think they're going to be happy to get home with four and be able to sit back and say, okay, pick us apart, Brock Purdy. Yeah. If we can get heat on you with four, beat us with seven guys back here defending your, your, your plethora of weapons that you can go to. That's going to make Brock Purdy's life extremely difficult. I like the over and the interceptions, but I missed the boat. It's now minus 140. Yeah. I, if we were sitting at minus 115, I'd be a little more interested. Maybe one of those same-game parlay type yep. ads yep. where you're like, hey, I'm gonna, I, I have a story I'm going to tell. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw Brock Purdy interception in with a Chiefs win. Um, but at 140, it's not a solo bet for me. If you look at uh, attempts, 31 and a half in this one, this is a popular bet. I've heard this from several different guys over the course of the week. You go in and you kind of look at Brock Purdy's game log, and you're sitting there and you're like, 31 and a half attempts in today's NFL is not really all that much. I can't believe we're sitting at this in a Super Bowl. Well, He got over 31 and a half attempts in exactly three games all season long. One of those was a 32 attempt game. So literally cleared it by a half of an attempt right there. There was a 39 attempt game, which that came when they were trailing the Packers. That came just a few weeks ago whenever he had to throw it 39 times because they were so far behind in that game against the Packers. And then way back in week three, he threw it 37 times against the New York Giants outside of that. And that includes the giant deficit to the Detroit Lions. He still only threw it 31 times. I mean, if that that ought to tell you that Shanahan sticks to his guns until it is like break glass in case of emergency thing. Well, that's that's why I can't get to the over here is that that's exactly the game script. Like if you want passing yards, if you want attempts, if you want completions, the game script is Kansas City's up two scores. Detroit was up two scores and this stuff didn't hit. Like if that's not going to hit, then when is it going to hit? Big question for me, especially again, look, the Packers defense, not great. The Lions defense, not great. Yeah. Kansas City's secondary. Very good. This is a very different beast that Brock Purdy is facing this week versus the previous two playoff games. The other Purdy prop I did put in, I I took over 11 and a half rushing yards for Brock Purdy. Um, Again, we talk about that pressure rate. We talk about the blitz rate. Sometimes it's not going to get home. And, and when it doesn't get home, that creates running lanes, big running lanes, because they're having to play man behind that, which means they're 
turning their back to Brock Purdy to cover the guy that they're that they're chasing around the field. And so the pressure rate's awesome. The blitz is going to be great when they get home. When they don't get home, it will at least open up the the lanes for him to run. We've seen a, a more willingness for him to run here in the playoffs. Yeah, I've heard people talk about this prop on both sides and how during the regular season, Brock Purdy didn't go yep. over that 11.5 number. Both of the playoff games, he did go over that 11.5 number. I think that's a positive sign. Look, he understands you've got to make plays with your legs when it's not there through the air. I, I would lean toward the over here. Again, another one I haven't bet, Yep. I, I, but I, I would – another one where I'd be like, you know what? There is a game script where if I am going to build the same game parlay, something like that, I would put it in there. I've got a plethora of props anyway. That's yeah. twice now tonight. Yeah, I like it. Uh, uh, I've got a plethora of props anyway, but Brock Purdy's rushing yard is not one of them for me. I was waiting, and we talked about this in, on our show last week, guys, and I was waiting. I wanted to put in an under on Patrick Mahomes' passing yards. I thought for sure we were going to see this thing, and that's not to say that this isn't going to end up in the account maybe at some point, but I thought for sure we'd be at at least 263, 264 by now. It's where we it's where it was a week ago. Whenever we were doing the show, it still said 261 and a half. My game script again is a run heavy approach, and it's like, you know, playing these long, methodical drives, not many splash plays, because that's really not who the Chiefs are. I wanted to come in on under on Mahomes passing yards, but it's just it hasn't manifested yet. It hasn't. I played this one earlier today. I finally yeah. bit the bullet. I'm like, I I don't want to just yeah. end up at two fifty-nine and a half. Yeah. And I, I do think under money's gonna come in on Mahomes passing yards. I agree with you. I talked about a comp for this game is the Buffalo game. Yeah, there was a, a bunch of points there. Fifty one points that game, I believe. Yeah. Fifty one points, twenty seven, twenty four. But you know what? There was only seventeen possessions. Only fifteen possessions mm. that didn't end in knees. I expect you're going to see a limited number of possessions again in this game, and that leans toward both of these quarterbacks going under. I did find a prop on DraftKings where you can go under 275 yards. Neither player throws for 275 or more yards at minus 110. I like that one quite a bit. Also threw a no interception uh, in there, the under on Patrick Mahomes. It's just this offense is just it's yeah. everything's underneath it screens it's whatever and like yeah I mean there were a lot of interceptions earlier in the season where it doinked off a of receiver's hands and whatever but it's like he just doesn't put the ball in danger very much there's not the playmakers to do it well in last game against Baltimore as soon as they had the lead everything was throw it away it was just just do not turn it over that's how we lose this football game let's talk some receiving props when we come back it is our Super Bowl preview here on the handle. This is The Handle with Matt Brown and Mike Summage on VSIN, the sports betting network. You got a couple Benjis laying around. Yeah, of course. And if you do, you're going to go in, you're going to go to vsin.com, and you are going to type in the promo code HANDLE. And what that website is going to do is going to spit out a year long subscription for you 365 days? 365 days. Everything we do, the best bets, the betting splits, the betting guides, all of the stuff that you love over at vsin.com, it's just going to cost you $199. If you got two bins, you get a dollar back. You know what? Yep. We'll throw an extra day in. We'll throw 366 days for this specific code. Bam, I like it. I see what you did there, and go in. H-A-N-D-L-E, get access to every single thing we do, including the 24-7 video access. There it is. You can see what our faces look like if you were just listening to us on the radio. Matt Brown, Mike Somich coming to you here on the handle. Just went through the quarterback stuff to kind of recap here. The pretty things that I have in the account, I have yes on the interception. I have over on 11 and a half uh, rush yards. I didn't get there on the attempts thing because, again, I think it plays at least a little bit against my handicap, which is I do like the Chiefs, and so I do wonder if there becomes a situation where they have to become a little more pass-heavy. That said, everything does point to that's just not who they are as a team. That's just not what they do. But then the other thing that I can't escape from, Mike, 
is that if we believe that these perimeter corners who had the second lowest completion percentage when targeted all season long are going to do their job, then that's a lot of like screens and dump offs and five yard kittle curls and all these, you know, all the things like that. And it's kind of like, then at that point, even if they're just dinking and dunking down the field, then you could get to a point where, you know, the attempts, even though it doesn't equal big yardage, it could just be a lot of attempts. Yeah, you know? It's interesting because my biggest opinion in this game has actually changed and we'll get to it a little bit later because it is side or total related. Okay. But those two quarterbacks were the first two of the, of a lot of unders you're going to hear from me. I took under in both passing yardage props. And I also mentioned found the neither quarterback throws for 275 yard prop as well. To me, I, I, don't I agree with you. I don't think you're going to see just these explosive plays. And without them and with ball possession, longer drives, it sets up for both these quarterbacks to go under their yardage props. So it's uh, it's it'll be interesting. I know that the I, I know that the Mahomes, I, I know the toll's going to take up a, a yard it? or two. Is it? I think it has to. I cannot I mean, imagine. We've we've been waiting. Listen, 40 percent of the money is still not coming yet. Correct. Like but, they're going to wake up tomorrow. And I just can't imagine Billy Bob in the middle of, you know, Kansas or whatever is going to take an, an under on Patrick. Well, I just, I just can't see it. See, I agree with you on that point, but let's say 30% of that 40%, yeah. 75% is going to be Billy Bob's. Yeah. They're not going to move this total up because Billy Bob keeps betting it. And you know, who's going to be the other 10%, you know what they're going to play. They're going to play the under. And, and so you're going to get the more respected money on the under. They've been waiting to bet the under for the same reason we have, is that we expected it to move up. It hasn't ticked up that much. I don't think we're going to see it move up much tomorrow. I, I'd be surprised if we get higher than 262 and a half on the Where are all you overbetters out there? Yeah, seriously. Huh? Where are you at? Do your job. Yeah, this is a week <laughs> in the waiting. And Take this up yeah, so we can bet it under. You're looking to fire. It's Unbelievable. A week in the waiting and it never happened. Oh. All right, so let's look at these uh, receiving props for the 49ers. And from the 49er aspect, if you missed our prop special – one, why? Yeah, Two, why did you doing? go watch the? Why did you go watch it on YouTube? But you know, it's okay. If you missed it, you can go ahead and subscribe for a year for buck ninety nine yeah. promo code handle, and you can go back and watch another episode. But there you go. We'll give you some of the same principles here that we were talking about, which is this is a difficult offense to figure out who is going to be the guy. You go in, every one of the receivers, and I'm, we're just talking about Ayuk, Samuel, and Kittle here in this. Every one of them had monster games, and every one of them had games where they just played the the third fiddle role, and it. Again, tip of the cap to Purdy, whether this is some of the Shanahan stuff going on as well, whatever it might be, they have done a really good job of taking advantage of whatever matchup has been the best and has suited them the best and path of least resistance, and those have been these type of games. Right? We have had 140-plus yard games for all three of these guys. We've also had – Kittle had a one-yard game. Like, literally, <laughs> he, had, he literally had a one-yard game. He had a nine-yard game. It's harder to have a one-yard game than a 140-yard yeah, game. it is. It is. It's just is. one yard? How do you catch a pass? Yeah, yeah. Well, only one pass. One yard. So, and we look, we saw really, really small totals again along the way for Ayuk, along the way for Debo as well. And so, it's hard to pinpoint where the action's going to be. We can guess. My guess, again, is over the middle. My guess is you're not going to throw to the perimeter a ton. My guess is it's kind of like the short stuff to Kittle and maybe some drags across the middle and stuff like that with Debo. But who knows? Maybe I, I'm wrong. I was going to say, so you, you mentioned they attack where the weakness is. Where would you attack if you're San, if you're San Francisco? I mean, the, the best, again, the best thought me is, 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 is over the middle, right? Like yeah. you, you're just going to try to not have per And again, that's where the turnovers happen, too. You throw outside, you throw it like that's, that's where the turnovers happen, too. So who does that hurt the most on this list? 
Ayuk. I agree. And yeah. he is one of my underplays here. Another under for me here. I'm going to go Ayuk under 59 and a half receiving yards for much of the reasons you laid out. And then when you think about what cornerback could be matched up, who's going to get Sneed? Ayuk is exponentially more likely than anyone else on that list to be teamed up with Sneed consistently. We saw him shut down Diggs. We saw him shut down Hill in two previous playoff games. Yeah, Flowers had a good game, but it was kind of wonky how he had a good game. It was a broken play, gets a 30-yard pass. So I'm not going to read too much into that. I think Ayuk is the one who struggles from this list the most. I, I played his under. I played a little bit of the Kittle over three and a half, but at 166 now, uh, it feels like that's gotten away yeah, from itself a little bit. Yeah, you almost played at that point. Yeah, yeah, like you don't really want to lay that much. I'm not as uh, focused in on Kittle yards over 49 and a half because I agree with you. I don't think these are stretching the field passes to Kittle. I think it's a lot of those ball possession, moving the chains type passes to Kittle. And if he can break one for a run, then yes, you could see him go over that total. But I could easily see him here with, we'll call it five catches in 32 yards, yeah. Like where it's just these consistent shorter routes. We talk a lot about mean and median here when we were talking, when we were doing the prop special. And if you are just joining us, not sure what that means. Averages, when you go in and you just look at your basic box score stuff, you look at basic stats, you're going to be getting the mean, which is the average, right? That really doesn't tell the whole story a lot of the time. We like to look, especially when we're talking about props and we're trying to be a little bit smarter about all this, looking at the median as opposed to the mean, because when you get to the median, it is the center point of a list of data points. And so basically we're looking at more of the, what is the more central number here for what this guy actually does as opposed to whenever you can get a, a number that's skewed one way or the other because he either had a very, very, very poor game or a very, very, very good game that could really kind of skew these things one way or another. There's no more, there, there's no more bigger example of this than Ayuk, whose average over the course of the season was 80.1 yards per game. The median was 63 yards yeah. per game because he had a 156, a 148, a 129, a 126, which really pulled this average way up. But then you start to look at the games where he didn't just go absolutely bonkers. They were actually very pedestrian games. 25, uh, 32, 37, 43, 46, like not even reaching 50 yards for, you know, air quote here, water super one, you can argue if it's Debo or whatever, but it, it, you know, neither here nor there. So, you kind of start to wonder and you look at that yardage you're like 59 and a half. Why? How, how is it 59 and a half when this guy's averaging 80 yards? No, yeah. it's because it's his median 63. Well, and he had two big games early in the year, went for a buck 29 and a buck 48 against Pittsburgh and Arizona week one, week four. After that stretch, not nearly as consistent from a numbers perspective. Uh, to me, it's just a tough matchup for him. And, and if I am, if I'm Kyle Shanahan and I'm going into this game, my game plan is revolving around two people, Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel. Ayuk is the the Ayuk and Kittle are the you know two A and two B type options yeah. here. They're okay if we need somebody. They're the next level down. I just don't see Ayuk being a huge part of this game plan considering who they have on the outside. I will say the one prop I like quite a bit on this list on the over route, Kyle Uzcheck. You now interesting. Shop this a little bit because his over under receiving yards and. I liked, we talked about over-under receptions last week. That was at 0.5, but it was minus 120 last week. The over is now minus 160, so that's gotten away from it a little bit. Uh, again, I wouldn't, the extra 40 cents juice makes me want to stay off that. But if you look at his yardage prop, four and a half yards. His longest catch, also four and a half yards. At one point this week, the over was minus 120 on the four and a half yards for total receptions, and it was plus 100, the longest reception over four and a half. 
This is a will Kyle Juszczyk catch the ball one time. And the thing with Kyle Juszczyk, if you look back and look at the previous two playoff games, he's gotten more targets in those two. And when these two teams faced four years ago, three receptions, 29 yards, and a touchdown. I, I think Juszczyk has an opportunity to have a a, I'm going to say a good game for him, right? Where I'm talking gets two to three targets, gets 15 to 20 yards, somewhere in that range. He is going to be the forgotten man when they do run play action. He sneaks out of the backfield. You love this one. I cannot get there. This is the one I just cannot get there on Tech. 11 games with zero targets. No, I get that. 11 games I, with no targets. I understand. I understand. But this is like, this is the so the Chiefs defense weak in play weak against play action. They were they were bottom five in the NFL against play action this year. You're going to have all of these these issues. You got all these guys running around. You got McCaffrey over here, Samuel over here, Kittle hitting the middle. Use checks the forgotten guy, and we have seen Shanahan. Go to Juszczyk a little bit more in the playoffs. We saw him go to him in the Super Bowl. I, I think Juszczyk has at least one catch in this game. If you're wondering about Juwan Jennings, he only had more than three targets in four games over the course of the <laughs> season. He only had more than two catches in three games. So he is every bit just the bit guy in this. And so you're really just flipping a coin if you want to play him because he just he doesn't have he doesn't have an actual role in this offense. Or hoping someone gets hurt. Yeah. Right? That's because we saw him his workload increase a lot when Samuel was was knocked out. But if outside of that, tough, tough to yeah. play him. You're just kinda you're just guessing and that's not really the type of not a great that, way yeah, to that I, yeah that I like to that I like to do it. When we come back, let's talk about the Chiefs and their receiving prospects when we come back. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xu mo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is the handle with Matt Brown and Mike Summage on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you are listening, if you are watching and you do not have a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then this is the offer for you. We are going to allow you to get up to $2,500 in bonus bets. That is $500 bonus bet for every $1,000 you bet. It is absolutely amazing. You have to use the code VSIN, V-S-I-N. But, Mike, these are the type of – I used to get on planes. When sports yeah. betting first got legalized across the country, 
I used to get on planes to fly to New Jersey, and then when it got Colorado legalized, I flew to Colorado. These were the type of promotions I used to go and do. I would travel thousands and thousands of miles to get them done, and instead, you can do this in the on your couch, right? And the key here is it's not for every $1,000 you lose. Yes. Every $1,000 you wager, you get a $500 bonus bet with that $1,000. Now, terms and conditions apply. Yes. You're probably not going to be Read able through to, everything. Not going to be able to wager a minus 2,000 and yeah, be able to yeah. get the bonus, but yeah. If you look at the, if you're playing one tens, you'll be able to get that bonus and five hundred free dollars for every thousand dollars you bet up to twenty five hundred dollars. Phenomenal deal here. So if you don't have a DraftKings account, I would I would go ahead and argue this is the best deal you're going to see all yes, year. Absolutely. Code Vsin V S I N when you go in. This is for new members. Matt Brown, Mike Samich coming to you here on the handle, ticking you down to kick off tomorrow our last football game of the year. Where did the time go? You know we we'd be like twenty four hours from now. The Chiefs will be up 10 to 6 with about four minutes left in the second quarter. I, 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 that works. It's for completely me. in the realm of possibility. Works for right? me, man. That works for me. I will take that. We for already sure. have uh, three of my field goals to the over three and a half there that I'm looking for tomorrow. We are sitting at two over at DraftKings in favor of the 49ers. We're still sitting at 47 and a half. We've been talking about the quarterbacks. We talked about some of the receivers over on the 49ers side of things. Now, Let's talk about the receivers over on the Chiefs side of things. And we have to start. Basically, the conversation starts and almost ends with Travis Kelsey. But I know your no own. Respect. I, I know your no own, respect. I know your own. I know your own receiver. We'll get to him in just a second. Unbelievable. Travis Kelsey has looked. I mean, we talk about the eye test a lot. Yeah. Right? We say this. I can't say for sure that he looks faster and looks a little bit more spry and whatever, like that that's actually measurable. But to my eye, it looks like it over the, in the playoffs. He looks like the best version of himself that we've seen in quite some time. There were, there were games over the course of the season where it did cross my mind, like, oh, are we kind of watching the decline here? Yeah. Of, Is he on the wrong side yeah, of the yeah, peak? Yeah. yeah. I, I, oh, are we actually watching the decline here of maybe the greatest tight end of all time? Debatable, I understand. But certainly in the conversation – and then here we get to the playoffs. We get to the stretch run, actually, and then the playoffs. And he has looked every bit the Travis Kelsey that, you know, we we know and love from a few years ago. That was, I mentioned someone you talked about earlier in the show, mm-hmm. Gronk, right? Mm-hmm. The later Gronk, you saw him show up in spurts. Yeah. And th- this is, I, I don't want to say the whole playoffs is a spurt for Travis Kelsey, but in a lot of ways, the whole playoff is kind of a spurt here for Travis Kelsey because he wasn't able to string these games together in the regular season. He's playing as good as he has all season in these last three playoff games. And when you look at him, the two weeks rest here, I think, is a big advantage for Travis Kelsey because if he's able to come in 100% healthy, be able to go after it, I think you're going to see good Travis Kelsey. I don't see any reason why you wouldn't. Now, is this going to last for another year, another two years? Who knows? But tomorrow, uh, you're going to get the best version of Travis Kelsey. And so you have to plan and bet accordingly. So if you are watching at home with us, and you should be, vsan.com slash Subscribe. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Press subscription. Promo code handle. handle. Yeah, there you go. H-A-N. You can see when this graphic was built, Travis Kelsey was sitting at 70 and a half yards. It is currently 68 and a half. So I think, Mike, you might be right. And I think that everything that, that we thought heading into this week might not play out, which is the most popular dudes that it was going to be overs and overs only. But it seems like there was a lot of people and maybe today was the day. They held out for as long as they could, and they're like, okay, this isn't going to move. This isn't it. If there was one guy who was going to move, it was Travis Kelsey. I mean, if we love it or hate it, the Taylor Swift influence mm-hmm. on the NFL is real. Yes. And there are going to be people who are playing Travis Kelsey overs 
because he's Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Mm -hmm. This was the player who I would argue is the most popular player in this game. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I was expecting him to keep going up because I thought there'd be a lot of ticket count. To see him move down is just very surprising later in the week. It means there's some pretty big under tickets that have come in on Travis Kelsey, considered especially from people who are considered, quote unquote, sharper betters mm -hmm. here, leaning toward the under. I don't disagree with taking Travis Kelsey toward the under. I don't have this one in my account. I was hoping I would get a better number or a nice plus side if I was going to put it in there. San Francisco is going to try and game plan to stop him. And again, the last two games that we've seen Kansas City play have been against defenses that have really, well, the, the two previous games, the Dolphins game and the Bills game, against defenses that really struggled to stop someone like Travis Kelsey. Now, the Ravens had a better shot at it. He played out of his mind in that game. I mean, you saw every, his two, he had two contested catches in game, that game, which were absolutely phenomenal. I think it's all systems trying to stop Travis Kelsey and say, okay, let's see Rasheed Wright beat us. Let's see MBS beat us. Let's see Justin Watson beat us. I think they can. I think that you're going to see Rasheed Rice have a big game, uh, but I, it's hard for me to get un into the Kelsey under now that we've seen it tick down two yards and not get a plus price with it. Travis Kelsey played in 18 games, an average of 66.4 with a median of 67. So kind of what you see is what you get. You're going to get about mid-60s from him. You see right here sitting at now 68 and a half. It's probably just about right. Mm -hmm. You know, I was I thought for sure this would get in, up into like the 73, 74 range. I, he is definitely the most popular player in this game. As, yes. as, as many commercials as Patrick Mahomes is in and all those things, at this point, it, at where we sit in this point in time right now, in this moment in time that we are living with the most popular human being on the face of the planet dating the tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs, he is the most popular dude in this game. I thought this was going to be one-way traffic. I've thought of any of the players out there that we would actually see a three- or four-yard move. It would be Kelsey. And it says a two-yard move in the opposite direction from, from what I thought. So 68.5 as we sit right now. And it's a tough – I mean, with the, the reception's prop sitting at 6.5 – Kelsey's not one of those guys that you're all that worried about the 25, 30 yard mm -hmm. catch. It's a lot of these five, seven yards, move the chain types thing. He'll, he'll catch it at five yards, run up the field for 11, 12. He's not getting it. He's not attacking down the field as much as we had seen from Travis Kelsey in previous years. And so when you don't get those opportunities to rip off 25, 30 yard chunks and a lot of your routes are that five, six yard route, it is hard to get to a total like 70 and a half. Yeah, it would be, uh, it, listen, everyone always says, Sure, let's just stop Travis Kelsey. No one's been able to stop Travis Kelsey for over a decade. So I mean, like for a decade. So I mean, like, you know, easier said than done. But I do think there will be extra attention paid. Yes, his way. I mean, that's, he's, he's going to that, be doubled. That's fair a lot. to say. Yeah, that's at least fair to say. All right, Rasheed Rice, I will, I will give you the floor here because this is the person that you're in love with here. Yeah, Rasheed Rice going over. Rasheed Rice mm -hmm. will have the most receiving yards in this game, plus three twenty, still available. His total over under sitting at sixty eight and a half. This was sixty six and a half when we were talking about it last week. So we have seen this one tick up a couple yards. You mentioned how much, how the how big his target share was uh, earlier in earlier rounds. If you look in the playoffs, he's gotten twenty five targets so far in the playoffs. Caught twenty of those twenty five targets. Travis Kelsey's only had twenty seven targets, so he's right there on a on a target share. And when you look at the weakness. The weakness in the San Francisco defense is the cornerbacks. That is where teams are going to want to attack specifically over the top. I think Rasheed Rice is the perfect type of receiver to attack San Francisco here. He can run those short routes and then pull a double move and get behind the secondary as well. He also has very good run after the catch numbers. And his, his completion to target percentage is so high because of the type of passes that we see. I expect him to make the most out of those opportunities. 
I like him going over 100 yards in this game. I think he is, like I said, a very good chance at highest receiving yards in the game. And that one, plus 320, I think is a very good bet. Love the over here for Rasheed Rice, still sitting at 68 and a half. He is the one guy who I think has a big day on this Kansas City receiving offense. The other guy getting a lot of love, Marcus Valdez-Scantling. This opened 17 and a half for him. Got to 18 and a half fairly quickly. All the way up to 20 and a half now on Marcus Valdez-Scantling from a receiving perspective. Now, we talked about this a little bit last week. I want to reemphasize what Marquez Valdez-Cantling is to this offense. In 15 of 18 games that he played, he had one or two catches. Correct. He had zero in three games. He had longs of 34, 37, 46, 14, 21, 16, 15, 17, 32, 32. So in the games where he actually recorded a catch, the vast majority of them were at least, you know, he at least had a catch of 15 yards, if not more. To me... I would just rather play his first catch, first reception option over as opposed to the total yardage over because, again, we might only get one catch. So his first reception over, last I looked, was 12 and a half. Yes. I would rather take his longest reception in the game. You could find that at either 13 and a half or 14 mm-hmm. and a half, depending on yeah. where you look. And when you dig through the game logs, he has not gone over this total of 20 yards with any game where he hasn't had that 15-yard catch. However, you have had 15-yard catches without him getting over 20 yards, Mm -hmm. and you can play at any time. So it could be the second catch. You're still able to get those Mm -hmm. 15 yards. So I like his longest reception at 14 and a half. I'll take the over there. If I'm playing MVS and I'm playing the the receiving yard total right now sitting at 19 and a half, I'd rather play 25 at plus money. I'd rather Mm -hmm. play 40 at a bigger plus. I'd rather look at 50 at a bigger plus or longest reception in the game because he is the other player where is going to be able to attack this 49ers secondary over the top and they are beatable deep I think he gets at least two chances in this game with deep balls talked a lot about the quarterbacks talk a lot about the pass catchers what about the running backs a lot being talked about how much success both of these teams could have on the ground against these defenses what say us we'll let you know when we come back here on the handle our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.